coming in as we're talking here. I understand I don't have beef with T.I., but I do have beef with T.I. But uh, it's because his story, or this story rather, talks about this guy right here. But they had to put T.I.'s face on it to get traction. T.I. had to make a statement. So I appreciate T.I. for doing that. That's how you use your platform, uh, black people. You support uh, people like me. But more importantly, you, you use your platform in accordance that will actually benefit your people. And this dude, is, from what I gather from the video, his name is Steve, which is the black man in there. And just to give you context, uh, because I'm pretty sure if I play this video now, it's been claimed by somebody. But basically, this black man and his wife went to eat sushi. And this hit home for me. Because if you know me, you know I love me some goddamn sushi. I am Steve. Steve is me. And sushi was denied. I would... Steve is better than me. Because all of these motherfuckers would have had to prove... I'm a, I was just about to say something so racist. <laughs> I was going to say something so racist just now. But these motherfuckers... Somebody in that room was going to have to prove to me that they, went, that they learned martial arts. Because I was fighting. And I was going to fight everybody. But Steve is better than me. And excuse me for being racist, but <laughs> you got to be able to call yourself out. Steve and his wife went to go eat at some high-end sushi bar. And for all you people that don't know, for all my uh, geographically, demographically de uh, declined individuals, I'm, I'm not hazing you. It's understandable. It's not your, it's not your joint. Georgia might be red, but Atlanta is black. <laughs> you thought I was going to say blue. Atlanta is black. Black people run Atlanta. You can't go to Atlanta treating black people funny. It's like going to D.C. In, or Maryland and going to Laurel or Burdensville and, and talking to black people any type of way. It doesn't fly because that's a black-owned area. Those are black-owned areas. The richest black people live in that those areas. Talking about princes and princes and queens and kings living in these estates. I know because I live down the street from the ass. So you got to come with respect. So it was super strange. And, and you know, the thing that, and this is the thing that you got to really focus on when dealing with the story. During a pandemic where places are begging, begging people to come to their establishments to spend money. Risk your health to come eat at our place. Please do it. It's still proof that even if you do, they're going to find a way to discriminate against you. A pandemic and you having the balls to step outside and risk your life to spend your money is still not enough for them to treat you fair, to give you the benefit of the doubt. They won't let you have it. And that's something that 
Steve and his wife learned. Doesn't matter what color your money is, you're still black. And that's first, and this is like this, this is that proof that you need. Hey, we got one person on YouTube. Yay. Uh, this is further proof that you know uh, they don't care. They'll come for you. And you gotta be prepared for that. You gotta be prepared for that. So Steve and his wife go there, and apparently they have a dress code, which is no gym shoes or no sneakers. And there's so much wrong with this. There's so much wrong with this because everyone knows, and I'm saying everybody, uh, everyone who's black knows when there's a dress code, it's 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 targeted at you. They talk. They want to find a way to discriminate. And I've had personal experiences with this. I have a whole video up on my page, and I got that person fired from both his jobs. It, it that's and that and that's the level of revenge in my blood. I laugh and love it. I laugh and I love it. I got him fired from both his jobs because you don't deserve. And, and it's just the thing that wreck. And when I that when I remember him apologizing, I just remember him saying, "I was just doing my job." And I immediately referenced the nineteen sixty or nineteen thirty four, whenever the fucking uh, Nazi war was over world war ii when they captured some of those nazi soldiers and they interviewed them and asked them right before they put them to death why'd you do it their response their overwhelming response in a psychological re rehash of this actually took place is we were just following orders when you enable people to do wicked things they don't fall on their morals a few will step out of line but most people just go with the full flow and if it's not hurting them, they'll skewer you in a heartbeat. So Steve is asked to leave. He has a reservation and everything. He's asked to leave. And it's, and the worst part about it is if you look inside, it's not even packed. It's at 515. Prime is prime time for them to be getting numbers in. It's 15 minutes into 5 o'clock. And the bar is empty. You could use Steve's fat ass in there. But you but your racism is preventing you from doing it. So Steve says, no, he can't. Uh, they tell Steve, oh, sorry, we have a dress code policy. You can't leave. And you know what? Steve actually adheres to it. You know what? Okay, I have sneakers on. They show him the policy. It's not like they just made it up out of thin air. Steve is leaving. He's going to comply because that's not racist. That's not discriminatory. That's them enforcing their policy. But as Steve and his wife are leaving, they look over at the bar and they see, and Steve is wearing air force ones which are notoriously be prior to this new fuzz of skinny women wearing big shoes air force ones are normally worn by hood hood people like it's a black owned shoe <laughs> it's like fubu it belongs to us like you guys can wear it some people will look like if you see a white person wearing air force ones you kind of look at them funny but it's okay <laughs> you won't lose your mind but it's it's like seeing a Mexican person or a Japanese person wear FUBU is like, all right, maybe you just support the cause. We don't know, but we're not going to antagonize you for it. But kudos to you. Thanks for buying black. But it was one of those things where it's like, he looks over and he sees a lady wearing Adidas sneaker shoes. And this is, all right, this is normally a safe space for all my black people, 
but I'm about to give uh, white people on my in this space also. I'm going to give you guys entry into this. You can use the words I'm about to let you say and use them amongst your friends. You can use these next few words freely. This is your disclaimer, and once the disclaimer is over, you can't say nothing after that. After that, you're just, you go back to being a viewer. Don't say nothing else I say, okay? <laughs> white people, my white brothers and sisters, I love y'all. Y'all know I fucks with y'all. Been, y'all know I fucks with y'all. But when someone points at you as a justifiable reason for them being discriminated against, it is it is your civic it is your civic duty if you have a black friend, if you claim to be an ally, to stand up and acknowledge the bias, to acknowledge the discrimination, to adhere to the rules that they've set. Make them eat their words. But this white woman refused to even engage the conversation. She would look over her shoulder, but she wouldn't engage. She had the power to immediately step up and say, hey, I am wearing sneakers, so maybe you can let us both slide. And and then you have a situation where it's the people versus the establishment. But in this situation, it was just the black guy versus the establishment. We are always going to be stronger in numbers, and the numbers don't re- don't rely on color. That Karen should have stepped, stepped up. If there was ever a time for us to need a fucking Karen, it was right then and there. And you let us down, Karen. You let us down. All right, disclaimer over. Don't. <laughs> Nothing else you, I say should be repeated. Um, but okay. So there's it's it's established that there's a form of discrimination, a form of bias, and the thing about these the, the, like the management staff is they they sort of surround Steve in an intimidating way. They take poses of like blocking Steve off like police do. They are imitating what they see on TV. A, a surround tactic and cornering him. It's, it's kind of, it's super disgusting. But you know what? Steve is still like he's upset. He's mad. He wants to talk to the police. He wants to file a complaint. But as he's leaving out now, and he's talking to, like, I guess, another manager, the owner, the owner of the establishment walks outside. And this is, and this is fucking remarkable to me. Because the owner walks out, and he's wearing Jordans, which are also sneakers. The fucking hypocrisy. The fucking hypocrisy. He's wearing gym shoes and has the balls to then turn to Steve and 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 say, I am wearing a better version of shoes. Almost to imply that, yeah, I can break the rules because I'm better than you. It's your house. Cool. But you invited everybody here. And when you start picking and choosing who you want in your house. It's no longer about you. It's about what you stand for. And this is kind of fucked up. Because this is the illusion that they play. Because this guy was clearly some type of uh, Middle Eastern individual. But it's clearly all Asian on the inside. So it's, it's a shield. 
And Steve got a little physical with him. And I'm okay with that, to be honest. Because as a black person, being constantly disrespected is going to make you aggressive. There's only so much we can fucking take before we start getting aggressive. You can't go to your oppressors and ask for freedom. Can I have some more? It doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. So, eventually, and and the police never show up, uh, local security guards break it up, and it's kind of funny, because uh, the black security guard, he, he plays this, like, sort of like this, this old shuck and jive type security guard, like, excuse me, he, like, he separates both parties, he does his job, but it was just kind of funny how they had this very black moment at the end, and Steve and the security guard, like, bro, I'm trying to tell you how I feel, like, it was just so funny to hear that, because Steve was hurt, man, and I would have been hurt too, like, when I get angry, I bring myself, I have no problem crying, but when I start tearing up around you, and if my aggression is pointed towards you, that person's in danger, you are in danger, so that's this story <sighs> and it's just like it's just sad really that's what it comes down to um and let's go big